Hello all and welcome to the first episode of Tuned In, Zoomed Out, a podcast from the Pacific Ridge community for the Pacific Ridge community. In every episode, we will share interviews, music, opinions, news, and content created by you and for you. Our first episode will have three major segments. First, a quarantine playlist brought to you by PRS teachers. Second, an interview with Dr. Ogle. And last, a fashion segment with junior Grace Pistocello. I'm your host, Nika Mejia, and let's get into it. Today's first segment is what we're listening to. Here are some of PRS's top stay-at-home albums because we all have a little bit more time to waste. First up, Mr. Kelso. My album that I chose for this project is Equimini by Outkast. It was released in 1998, and for me it just represents the pinnacle of Southern hip-hop and... um, they use so many references to 70s funk and soul. There were guitars, horns, strings, woodwinds. It just really um, is sort of uh, representative of uh, life in the South. Hello, this is Miss Karadiar. I would love to suggest the album Mask by Kansas. I love the rock of the 70s and this album in particular has violin pieces and I really enjoy it. Hope you like it. This is Allison Law and the album I would recommend is Dear Evan Hansen by the original Broadway cast. As we're all sheltering in place, I think many of us can relate to Evan's story. Deep down, Evan just wants to connect with others and to be seen. And ultimately, his story is one of hope and redemption. Hello, this is Mr. Rosen. A song that has been appearing a lot on my playlists uh, lately has been You'll Never Walk Alone uh, by the classic Liverpool band Jerry and the Pacemakers. Um, It's got a great message, uh, especially when things are tough. So I really appreciate it for that. Um, But most importantly, it's also the theme for Liverpool Football Club, and they had their chance, their opportunity to win the Premier League title for the first time in 30 years, um, cruelly taken away from them um, right now. So here's hoping that uh, sports start up real soon so that they can have an opportunity to finish the job. Miss O'Halloran here. Currently, I've been feeling a little nostalgic and listening to this album I grew up with called Guess Giberto by Stan Guess and Jalgoberto, it's a jazz album. Uh, it features the song, The Girl from Ipanema, and it's a great album if you're hanging out, relaxing, making dinner, whatever. It's just a great, easy listen. In uncertain times like these, we all have questions. And when we have questions, it's always best to ask someone who knows. So let's turn to the person who knows the best. For our first interview today, we would like to welcome to the show, head of school, Dr. Ogle. Dr. O, the first question I have for you is, like, what factors are going to come into play when determining, like, the rest of this year? And, like, what is next year going to look like? Okay. Good question. So, so let's start with the rest of this year. So, the, you know, basically all along, 
this year I've been playing and we've been playing the sort of game of let's announce things two weeks at a time. Let's wait and listen for what, you know, we're, what guidelines were given by the county, the state, the, the CDC, the federal government, whoever it happens to be. Oh, and, and go from there. You know, and we've been sort of holding out hope that the, we would might be able to bring students on campus in for that last week of June, or I'm sorry, the last week of school, June 1st to June 5th. But at this mm -hmm. point, we haven't made that announcement yet, and I'm not making it here. But the, the truth is, it just doesn't seem likely. There's no information that I'm getting that indicates that, that people are going to be allowed to bring large groups of students back on campus anytime, in, anytime soon, and certainly not by June 1st. And so it is my complete expectation at this point that we will be remote for the rest of the year with the exception of the sort of pickup and drop off events that we're tr trying to do and eighth grade promotion that will be mostly virtual and may have a drive by opportunity at the end of it. And then our commencement ceremony, which we're I know we're talking about later. In terms of next year, you know, it's, the truth is it's kind of the same thing, except it's obviously on a grander, larger level. What we're doing right now is, is trying to figure out what are the I'm using the term big rocks. If you think about the metaphor of you know the rocks in a jar, and you put the, if you put the big rocks in first, the small rocks will fall around them. You know, I'm, the, the big rock we have to decide right now is what is the primary organizing principle that we are working around. And my the best guess that we have is the primary organiz, organizing principle is the six foot rule. Uh, it appears that you know we can expect all kinds of changes and loosenings and openings and you know and you know restaurants to be available and people to be able to get haircuts again. I know I need a haircut and all of those various things. But the truth is, it seems like the one thing we can expect to hold through the fall, probably into the spring, and maybe until there's a vaccine, but nobody knows for sure, is the concept of the six-foot rule. And if the six-foot rule is the organizing principle under which we're, we're, we need to operate, that becomes the big rock that we have to decide first. You know, and, and so then it becomes, okay, six-foot rule, how do you solve for that? Obviously, one way to solve for that is remote, but nobody likes that. Oh, uh, you know, and, and so, and then there's, so then there's a whole myriad of solutions and, and options that, that uh, actually, it's not really a myriad. There's a handful of options and solutions that, you know, between fully remote and fully on campus in the way that we're used to that, that solves the six-foot rule problem. And so first we have to solve the six-foot rule problem. Once we solve that problem, then we get to make all the other decisions underneath that. Does that make sense? That makes complete sense. Okay. Okay, so next up we have like, what do you expect graduation to look like? Like, what, like what's going to go on with, with graduation? Not only, I know you already touched on eighth grade, but like, what I know a big question for me is like seniors, what's that going to look like? So, and I know this may or may not be for your podcast piece, but do you know, Nico, what we're doing for graduation? I do not know. Okay, got it. Okay, so like, I don't know how much this has gotten out outside of the senior class. So we, we do have a plan for commencement. Plan for commencement, the, it, the date has changed because, um, we, because we, in order to take advantage of this opportunity, we had to change it. Commencement is now going to be on June 5th at 5 p.m. Uh, in a parking lot just outside Petco Park. Uh, the San Diego Padres have, been, have gotten uh, the county and the city to agree to allow them to do a small set of drive-in uh, commencement ceremonies in which um, students and families and, and faculty and staff can drive into the parking lot, park in, in alternating parking spots, so they're about nine feet apart every time, I believe. 
uh, and they can't leave their cars and they can't, you know, all those kinds of things, but we can have up between four and six speakers up on a stage. There'll be three big video screens. We can have slideshows and movies and songs and, and we can have some speakers. Uh, we can't have people walk across the stage, but we can have a slideshow that shows everybody's name and people yeah. can honk their horns and cheer. They can decorate their cars, do all those kinds of things. It's going to be wild. It's going to be the most unusual graduation ceremony I can ever imagine. I think it'll be one that we re re truly remember. And although it's not the one I ever want to do again, I have a feeling it's going to be fun. That's, that's great. I'm really glad that they're getting, the senior is going to be recognized like that this year. Um, here's my one question going off that once again, are people outside of the senior class invited to attend that? So yeah, really good question. So there are 250 parking spots. So that's the finite organizing principle there. Oh, uh, and so the first step is we, we find out how many graduates are going to come. Oh, uh, and we're in obviously, and if they, and they each get one car per family. So that makes however many spots they get. And then we ask them if they would like a second spot. Oh, uh, and I suspect not everyone will because of the rules around it. You know, you can't ever get out of your car and things like that. So that's, it's not gonna be great for some people. Um, we are then going to ask faculty and staff how many of them them would like to come. Uh, and then after that, we will ask 11th and 12th graders. I'm sorry, 11th graders. And I suspect through those three things, we will probably fill the 250. If we don't like. fill the 250 after that, then we will open it up further. That's great. So, okay, sweet. Um, moving on. How does the school plan to balance our educational model of Harkness with the limitations of Zoom learning? And how do you think we might adapt to that going forward? Yeah, it's a really good question, Nico. Um, I would say that, you know, we are, I'm not sure that we can try to make Zoom work as a Harkness environment. Um, I don't want to say that we can't, but I don't, you know, like sometimes I feel like doing that would be trying to put a round peg in a square hole. Oh, uh, and so, so I think if we are, if we are, for lack of a better word, stuck in a Zoom environment, we probably need to think about what it means to be a PRS. What does a PRS education mean in, in a Zoom environment? And what do we want to go after? And what can we be successful with? And I think that's a question we will be asking our faculty and staff to be really thinking about over the summer and in our last week together this year and all those kinds of things to try to figure out like, what do we want to go after in this environment? Is, you know, assuming we have to stay in it. The truth is, is that I hope we'll be able to bring, and I, you know, my, my planning at this point is to be able to bring people on campus, if not everybody, most, or, you know, various rule things like that. Once again, the, going back to the six foot rule piece. Uh, but I'm hoping that that is gonna be, you know, we're gonna be able to maintain our, what we're used to doing mostly in the classroom by doing that. What'll be interesting is I think it's, I think we should have to get ready for the fact that we may not be able to be in a Harkness table setting next year because the Harkness table setting will make it so that we can't have six feet distance in our classrooms. So it may be that we're in the same room, but we're not able to be in a Harkness setting. So then we have to figure out how to be who we want to be in that setting. So I, I think you've asked a really good question. I would pose it somewhat differently and say that I don't have an answer yet. I think the question really is how does Pacific Ridge think, or how can Pacific Ridge be it's the best version of itself and who we want to be as a school and as an educational institution with the environments that we are allowed to work in next year? And that's going to be a really interesting question for us to figure out. Once again, first, we have to figure out the big rock of what is our organizing principle. And then after that, we get to start asking those questions. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, lastly, yep. you could say anything to the school community right now what would it be? 
first of all, I would say thank you. You know, I, I can't imagine all the different versions of emotions and frustrations and, you know, feeling whatever version of hopeless people have felt over the last 10 weeks. And despite all of that, we've continued to move forward with a school program and as a school community in what seems to be the best way we possibly could. And I just, I'm forever, forever thankful and um, just, and frankly, in, in somewhat awe of our students, faculty, staff, and parents for what we have been able to accomplish in this period. I would say going forward, I think we have to maintain that same sense of flexibility, curiosity, interest, and recognition that it's likely still not to it's likely still not to be what we want it to be for a little while. And but if we keep our heads and we stay focused on on keeping you know keeping taking care of one another and doing the making the best out of what we have available to us. I suspect we will come out on the other side stronger and better and have learned some things that we never would have expected to learn about ourselves and about our school and about probably education in general. So to sum up, I would say, you know, what I would say is thank you and stay at it because we've, we've made the best out of this situation. And if we keep making the best out of whatever we're given, we're going to end up on the, on the other side much, much better than we would have been otherwise. And so that's where I am. That was great. Dr. O, thank you so much for letting me interview you. Of course. For our first podcast. Um, that's all I have for you. All right, then. Good deal. Thank you so much, Dr. Ogle, for your time. It's always great to talk to you. And now, next up, Grace P. with this episode's fashion advice. Hey guys, it's Grace Piscitello here with your fashion updates for the week. As far as news goes, the fashion industry is evolving like everything else right now. Gucci has officially announced that they're going seasonless and only doing two shows a year. This is huge news and we're going to be seeing a lot of this in the coming months. There's going to be lots of adapting to the new climate with coronavirus, but also the sustainable movement and this will be happening with big and small brands. So that's very exciting, but as far as drops go, we've got Nike and Travis Scott Cactus Trails collection dropping on Nike.com May 29th. Also on May 29th, a Palace rework for spring-summer 2020. Matthew M. Williams and Stussy collection also drops May 29th. And Nike and Converse have announced their Pride collections for Pride Month in June. The Nike collection drops June 19th, and the Converse drop is on May 29th, so be on the lookout for that. As many of you may have noticed, we're missing student voices. Tune In Zoomed Out is a podcast for our community, made by our community. Please, please, please look out for an email for submissions. If you have something to say, sing, read, write, dance, I'm actually, I can't really show that on a podcast. The point is, we want to hear it. We want to hear you guys. On that note, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for coming to Tuned In Zoomed Out. Once again, I am your host, Nico Mejia. Have an excellent week, and we'll catch you later.